6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. It is time for our monthly session with Dr. Gans Ferentz. How does that make you feel, Dr. Gans? How are you? Great, Jalen. Thanks for having <laughs> me on. It's so good to talk to you. I always enjoy talking to you every month. So You really as well. You. I have to ask you did, you, did you pass your driver's test the first time? <laughs> Well, you know, it's so long ago, I can't even remember. <laughs> I honestly, I think I did, though. I think I did pass on the first try. But honestly, it was it was so much easier back in the day, right? Like, I mean, these, these kids now have it a lot harder, for real. So, and probably, uh, probably rightly so, because, I mean, you know, some of my friends and myself, the way we drove, I'm not sure we should have got our license, to tell you the truth. But... <laughs> Well, talk about stressful times and getting your driver's license certainly can be stressful times, but also the past year has been stressful time. And and one of the things that has happened to some folks is uh, maybe putting on a a little weight. Um, It has been a challenge trying to get to the gym. They've been open. They've not been open. You know, maybe you don't have the the right equipment at home, that sort of thing. And I think as we get back into summer here, maybe some people are a little, yeah, as always, a little bit more self-conscious about um, maybe the little bit of weight we've put on over the past little bit, but you have some suggestions on on what to do with dealing with negative feelings about your body. We're not necessarily, you know, Dr. Gans isn't giving you um, workout tips here necessarily <laughs> or, or diet plans, but we're just talking about how we can start to think differently about, about ourselves. And the first one Absolutely. is... is yeah, is remembering it, it's being a tough time. I think, you know, being gentle with oneself is pretty important right now. Well, yeah, and, you know, this has been a theme that I've been talking to, talking throughout this year, really, about this this whole thing we've all been through. Is right. We have to remember that everybody has been going through this. We're all uh, in this together, but it's also been hard it's you know uh like it's harder for some than others obviously but um you know it's not been an easy time for pretty much anybody and mm-hmm. and because of that it is really really normal for us to have to adjust from our normal standards of what we do whether it's like exercise or what we eat or whatever it is and you know the thing about food well let me back up mm-hmm. the thing about stress is when you're feeling stressed, when you're feeling tired or stressed out or depressed or um, anxious, one of the quickest and easiest ways to start to feel good is to eat something you like. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and so it's it's a quick, easy, typically accessible way to start to feel good. The problem is that if you overdo it, then it can lead to you feeling bad later, right? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I feel good in the moment, but what is that? The, a minute on the lips, a uh, lifetime on the hips or whatever? I can't remember what it is. <laughs> right? But it's, 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 that's, that's, the, that's the problem, right? And so it is normal for us to reach for something and try to help ourselves to feel better. So we need to just understand that that's kind of what's going on right now. And then we can kind of figure our way through whatever we need to do next. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, homemade macaroni and cheese is my go-to. Uh, any sort of pasta when I'm a little stressed, and I have been yeah. a lot over the last while, but that is my go-to. And it's like, what? What do you mean protein? No, I'm just, you know, just give me all, give me all the carbs, all the cheese, all That's the butter. Right. But um, you know, again, I think being gentle with oneself is is really important. Now, the next thing you talk about is can be really, really difficult depending on where you are. I think in in your world, you talk about loving your human suit. How does one love the human suit that we're in? Well, listen, yeah, this is the, the truth of it is no matter what else is going on, this is the instrument that we have to interact with the environment, right? We feel pleasure through this. We feel sadness. We like interact and we take in information, right? All these things are part of it. And uh, I, I think that just recognizing that it's serving its purpose, because if you're listening to this, you're still here, right? So this, mm-hmm. this is a good thing. And so recognizing that and giving yourself permission to feel that, that's a good starting place, right? Um, even if you want to make a change. And, and sometimes we do, right? Sometimes we need to, maybe we need to get in better shape uh, for health reasons or whatever it might be. But it's always easier to do that from a state of acceptance and love and nurturing than it is from a state of judgment or harshness with ourselves or, you know, uh, recrimination, guilt, all that stuff. So when you can get to a place, you know, when you can accept that, you know, this is this is it. This is this has served me well so far, and it's also you know there's potential for the future that helps us to put us put us in the right headspace. That then, if we want to make a change, if we want to make an adjustment, then it's a lot easier. We have a lot more success. Just like you know, like your macaroni and cheese. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you know that, oh man, I really could use some macaroni and cheese, and you give yourself permission to have that and and take the time to really enjoy it, really um, relish the experience of whether it's making it and smelling it and tasting it and that sort of thing. Typically, you generally don't eat as much because you get more out of the experience than you do if you just kind of scarf it down in the closet and, you know, <laughs> looking over your shoulder hoping nobody finds you, right? So loving yourself, loving what your body is asking for actually helps us to do better even with, even with if we want to make a change. We're talking about uh, four tips to deal with the quarantine 15, and we're not necessarily giving you uh, dieting tips or workout tips. We're not doing that at all. It's more about changing a, a bit of a, of a mindset for a lot of folks. And, you know, it's been interesting, Gans, because, you know, there are some folks who, you know, during the past 14 months have have gone the other way and yep. and been able to turn it around. Like I have a friend of mine who's lost 100 pounds. And wow. it's just absolutely incredible. And I'm seeing those stories as yeah. well. So, you know, people, you know, different reactions and have done different things over the past year, without a doubt. You talk about, um, you know, maybe not judging or or not not judging uh, yourself and, and not putting too much weight, no pun intended, into, you know, what other people are doing. Dr. Gans Ferentz with me this afternoon. How does that make you feel? And... Maybe that extra 15 you've put on over the past year, not making you feel that great, or 
maybe you've lost 15 good on you but we're giving you some tips on how to deal with uh you know maybe with that little bit of extra weight um as we head into summertime we we talked about you know remembering that it's been a tough time so making sure to cut yourself some slack um love your human suit love the body that you're in and all the great things that it does for you um number three on this list though was don't by the BS. (laughs) And sometimes that is harder said than done, Gans. I think that, you know, a lot of us are on there and we, you know, on different social media sites or on television or whatnot, we go, oh, look how perfect they are in Uh this, you know, whatever. And it's tough to um, not compare yourself. How do you get around that? (laughs) Well, yeah, it, it, it really is a mindset of knowing that you get to define what is what is right for you you know and if you if you if we were to back up and just you know this is not a history lesson but if we're to look at historically what the standards of beauty have been they have shifted they're pretty much arbitrary so you know it's what is what is um beautiful and sexy today is not going to be what it is you know, like 10 years from now or 20 years from now and what it was a century goes very different than what it is today and so you know it really is kind of this random arbitrary thing that we all tend to buy into or agree to or whatever so it, it's a made-up thing anyway so why not make up something that actually works for you the truth is just like the last point about loving the suit loving the body you're in there's a saying that says whatever you appreciate appreciates and so when you appreciate your body for what it is and for you know your own standard of beauty then you actually start to feel better in it and then you can actually start to make some changes if that's what needs to happen right Mm -hmm. but uh but it starts with just like loving yourself so that really does come down to like being mindful about the <laughs> the messages you allow in and the images you partake of because particularly with our eyes we take about 80 percent of the information in through our eyes and if we are scrolling on instagram or watching certain shows or whatever you are going to get that message that this is what it is and only this is what is good enough and anything less than that you know, something's wrong with you, then you need to go buy that product, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, there's usually there's usually a, 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 some sort of sales uh, motivation to a lot of the stuff that's put out there. And, you know, do that if it makes sense for you, but you don't have to buy into it. So I really recommend people take a break from that just to protect their, their heads and their minds. Yeah, and I think it's really important to, to know that as we age, our our bodies aren't necessarily going to stay, you know, they're not going to stay the way that we were in, in, in our 20s or our, our, our 30s, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I did mm-hmm. a bodybuilding competition in my, early, in my early 30s, and, you know, it was a great experience, but the idea that I could stay at that weight and that look for longer than one day, it was impossible <laughs> to, 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 to move forward with, but it was yeah. it was tough to kind of you know after all of that work to allow myself to put weight back on 
uh, on again. I mean, it mm-hmm. is, um, you know, as we as we get older and our bodies change, um, and yeah, you can keep up on it, you keep working, all that sort of stuff. But just because it changes doesn't mean that it's still not beautiful in its exactly. in its own way. It just might be a little different. All right, maybe it's a little exactly. squishier. Maybe maybe it is a little a little firmer. Whatever it is, I mean, you know, just embrace that. And you, and you talk about, and I think this is the most important thing out of probably everything is just mm-hmm. you know talk you know focus on 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 being healthy not yeah. what the scale says absolutely because just just like even more so this idea of beauty being random and sort of arbitrary some of the numbers that we put to ourselves are not accurate either right um there's it's it really is not a one-size-fits-all kind of uh, approach. Uh, our d- healthy bodies come in all different shapes and sizes and heights and widths and stuff like that, right? And that's what you really need to focus on, not this number that some chart tells you you should have. It really is, do I feel energized? Just do I, can I move easily? Can I, you know, do the things that are important to me um, without having to pay the price in pain or exhaustion? Mm-hmm. And if we focus on health, that is a much better standard by which we can sort of see how well we're doing. Um, that way, you know, yes, you might want to lose some weight or maybe get a little more fit, but it's not to fit into the suit or get to the wedding or, you know, wear the bathing suit on the beach or whatever. It's because you want to. It's because it feels better for you and you enjoy your life better when you're feeling happier and healthier and lighter. Um, but that's, you know, it cuts through all the other messaging that we tend to receive from everywhere else we look outside of us, ourselves. It is, it is quite, uh, you know, something else how um, our appearance and, and weight specifically mm-hmm. becomes somewhat consuming you know, mm-hmm. early, early in age. And I think especially for, for, for women, but you know, it starts fairly early and it continues on. It, it's one of those things that, you know, and some people are like, they just don't give up. They're, they're good. I'm good, whatever it is. But for a lot of people, that is something that has always played in the back mm-hmm. of their mind. It's always there. What is that? Is that just the way that we were raised? The, the things that we saw on TV, maybe, you know, the, the you know, our, our family life, you know, the way we were with our parents, a big combination of all of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's the messages we get and especially the messages we get when we're young because we buy into them. Um, we don't have the same ability to think critically when we're younger as when we're like an adult. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's very easy for these messages to get in. And it's funny because when you're when you're saying that, I remember being in high school and saying, "Oh, geez, I'm getting so fat. This is awful, right?" Mm-hmm. And you know, both my parents were heavy, they struggled with their weight, and you know, I've, I've had ups and downs with mine as well. And I I realized something because the way that our brain works is whatever we focus on, we tend to get more of. But if you're focusing on quote unquote fat, guess what? You're going to get more of, right? <laughs> For instance, if you're focusing on health. And you get more of that, right? So I remember, mm-hmm. I think I did a lot of damage to myself very early on by focusing on the negative about my body instead of enjoying the body I had and, and really yeah. just nurturing it. Yeah. yeah, isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth, Gans? Dr. Gans Ferris <laughs> joining us this afternoon. You can check out his website, AskDrGans.com. Always great to talk with you, Gans. Uh, look forward to doing it again next month. Absolutely. Thanks a lot. You guys have a great month. Yeah, you too, Dr. Gans Ferris. How does that make you feel? Again, his website, ask 
drgans.com.